This is Planet Japan, Episode 3, for June 19, 2005. On today's show, we'll learn how to get rid of a jellyfish sting, why kids eat their boogers, and where you can take a bath in Japan with a naked member of the opposite gender. Plus, we'll try to find real jobs for the prince and princess. And, of course, the Planet Japan dancers will perform. Stay tuned. Get ready. Get your seatbelts fast. You're about ready to land on the planet Japan with Amy and Doug. So, you want to hear a joke? Sure. Okay, this one's about Gandhi. Mm. You remember Gandhi? Of course. That skinny little Indian fellow. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay, now you have to listen carefully to this. Okay. Okay, ready? Uh, you know that Gandhi always walked around with no shoes on. Mm-hmm. So he had really rough feet. Mm-hmm. And he was also renowned for his hunger strikes, and that made him very skinny. He was also a very spiritual man, of course. But due to his poor diet, he had very bad breath. <laughs> Everybody knows that. Yes. Yeah. So, put that all together, and what does that tell you about Gandhi? I don't know. What? Well, it's just that he was a super calloused, fragile mystic hexed by halitosis. <laughs> and that is a play on the word supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Wow, that right? was... You said it right the first time. Yeah. Can and where does that, that word come from? Well, you know, I always assumed that that came from the Mary Poppins movie. Absolutely, yeah. Which, of course, it did. Mm-hmm. They wrote a song about it. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious Even though the sound of it is something quite atrocious If you sing it loud enough, you're sure to sound precocious Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious Anyway, I had always heard that that was the longest word in the English language Really? Yeah hmm. I hadn't heard that, but It's a long one hmm. But can it's quite easy to say Can you spell it? No <laughs> It's a fun word, and I think every Japanese student should know this word. Uh, sure. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Yeah. There you go. Repeat after me. There you go. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Uh-huh. It's an important word. Mm -hmm. But according to the straightdope.com, mm -hmm. uh, it's not really the first time that word was heard. It was not Mary Poppins. Oh, really? It goes as far back as 1918. Oh. Yeah. And in fact, it um, w Disney, when they made that movie and, and did that song, was sued by a couple other songwriters who had written a very similar song with the wor word almost exactly the same, just a little bit different. Mm -hmm. And they actually won that lawsuit against Disney. Oh, so they took the same word and just changed it a little bit. Yeah. Those Disney guys, they're sneaky. Yeah, that's yeah. And Mary Poppins, you know, she had such a... Honest face. It just kind of troubles me that... That she would lie. Exactly. Okay, so we are back for our third podcast already. Yay! Wow. Whoa. I'm, of course, Doug DeLong, and you're, of course... I'm Amy Chavez. Indeed. And we are just one heck of a team. Don't you think? Oh, yeah. We're, oh, yeah. We're good together, Doug. Okay. So how's your, how's your week been going? Everything okay at the Moo Bar these days? Yeah, we had a really big day on Sunday. Yeah. And uh, we're open on Sundays until the end of June. Mm -hmm. And then the first 
Sunday in July is the opening of the sea at Shidaishi Island. The opening of the sea. That's right. It's a Shinto ceremony. It's uh, called Umibiraki in Japanese. And, and wh- what happens here? Well, the Shinto priest blesses the sea and makes it safe for swimming. Really? Mm-hmm. And then on that day, it marks the, the opening of uh, the summer for the beach. And then from that day on, the Mubar will be open every day. Oh, okay. Now, does this priest have any kind of special blessing to get rid of the jellyfish? Well, we're hoping so, because there are still jellyfish out there. They are so annoying. Yeah, they hurt, don't they? Yeah, I've never been... Have you been bit, bitten by one? I never have. I don't really swim much in the inland sea. Yeah? But Because um, I'm always bartending, so... <laughs> ah. But um, I've heard that if you do get stung... That if you put Coca-Cola on it, that it'll take the sting away. Coca-Cola? Yeah. Coca-Cola? Maybe, maybe Pepsi would do, too. I don't know. Takes away a jellyfish sting? Yeah, apparently. No kidding. But um, the important thing to remember, if you do get stung by a jellyfish in the Seto Inland Sea, is that they're not poisonous. Jellyfish apparently are poisonous in parts of Australia mm-hmm. and other places in the world. So it just hurts, that's all. Uh, so it's not, it's, not, it's not the man of war, big ones that... No, you won't land in the hospital or anything. Okay. Mm-hmm. But still, they freak me out. Yeah. Well, they should be <laughs> gone by then, I'm sure. Besides, yeah. on that same day of Umibiraki, they also mm-hmm. have a ceremony on Shiraishi to throw out all the bad insects off the island. Oh, that's so handy. I w- yeah, I would imagine that the uh, jellyfish would, would get the hint as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just get them all out of there. That's right. Okay. Um, as you know, I've been working uh, these ridiculous 15-hour days. Ugh. From uh, seven in the morning. And during the day, I go out to this junior high school and and teach the the little ones. Well, they're not that little actually. Are these the ones you told me that pick their nose? No, those are the elementary school students mm-hmm. who, for some reason, enjoy picking their noses and then eating their boogers. <laughs> That's really um, annoying. Amazing. It's it's mm-hmm. disgusting. <laughs> and it's definitely disgusting. And I'm not sure why they do that, and it's kind of troubling to well, me. Well, maybe it's a, a trend these days, you know? Kind of fashionable thing Yeah, one do. kid starts doing it, and they all kind of start doing it. Did you ever maybe pick your nose? Maybe they exchange boogers. Did you do that when you were a kid? Hell no. I don't remember doing that. Mm, definitely not. No, I think I would have been uh, admonished mm. for doing that. Yeah, only, yeah. And I don't think I was ever that hungry that I would be forced to, you know... Well, maybe that's it. Is it always before lunchtime that you see it them is, doing maybe this? Maybe it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is. Aha. Uh-huh. We've gotten yeah. to the root of the problem. You need to come into class at the beginning and hand out snacks. Maybe that'll do it. Burger-flavored snacks. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Can't wait. But no, that's the. I, sometimes I work at the elementary school, and then uh, most of the time I work at the junior high school. Now, what what's interesting to me about the junior high school is that, and I guess it's true at the elementary schools, too, is that they um, they do, the students do their own cleaning? Mm-hmm. They set aside a special time and they they just clean the whole school. Right. It's amazing. And they don't do a very good job, from what I hear. Well, they're not real enthusiastic about it. Right. <laughs> they're not trained janitors. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't remember in my elementary or junior high ever doing any cleaning. Did you do any cleaning? Oh no, we didn't have to. So do that's that. strictly a Japanese thing. I think so. It's part of that, uh, you know, harmony thing where everyone has to pitch in for the good of all and do it together. Okay. And so they're kind of building character. Right. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they're just uh, looking for cheap labor. <laughs> it's probably more like it. Yeah. They could save a lot of money when they don't have to hire any janitors. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. There you go. You know, I saw a thing on CNN the other night uh-huh. about dust mites. Oh, really? Yeah. It freaked me out. Why? Well, you know, they first they said... Uh, 
don't worry about dust mites because you can't see them. Mm-hmm. But then they show it to you under a microscope. So you can see them. Ooh, what do they look like? They're what do creepy. they wear? Well, oh. you have these little swimsuits. And, oh, really? No. They're, they're just creepy looking. They're like, they have little legs and, and eyes and a face and oh. a body. And, oh. and they're crawling around. And, it, and they said in the average bed, there are two million of these little buggers. Two million? Two million in the average bed. Oh, and why yeah. are they in the bed? <laughs> because they're hungry and they're feasting on your skin. No way! Yeah, that's true. You mean I'm giving dinner parties to two million that's exactly every night? Right. That's exactly right. Oh. Yeah. That's and, disgusting. Yeah, it is. It's horrifying, actually, when you think about it. Hmm. They they said uh, it's probably a good idea to wash your sheets more than once a year, which is what I do. <laughs> <laughs> Does that help keep the population down? I guess you drown them when you wash them. I guess. Oh really? Yeah. Well, so you want to wash your sheets more than more than I do. Did they give you a, a reproduction rate? No, but they must be doing it a lot if there's two million of them. Yeah. yeah. See that that's why yeah. they live in the bed. Now we yeah. know. You know the most amazing thing is that. Under the microscope, you can actually see that these guys have little uh, sofas and TVs. And, <laughs> I and bet they do. They're just having a party in there, aren't they? and they're yeah. cooking up burritos, and it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, little miniature versions. And they're having a lot of sex. Oh, yeah. Because they're reproducing. Yeah. Seven million. Yeah. Wow, that's a lot of kids. <laughs> if you have a dime, you know, you can put 7,000 of them on a dime, according to CNN. <laughs> really? Yeah. I've never actually tried to do that, but... I guess you need a really good pair of tweezers, probably. Uh, yeah, but yeah, you should try it. The, are they stacked then? Like, you know, do they? Is that like one story high on top of a dime? No, I think that's just one one layer of, mm-hmm. of dust mites fit seven thousand on a dime. Yeah. Mm. Hey, I have happy news for our listeners in Japan. Uh huh. Not so happy if you're outside of Japan. Uh oh. Well, what are you gonna do? We're gonna have a special contest. This is our very first contest at Planet Japan, mm-hmm. but unfortunately it's only for our Japanese listeners, and I'll explain why. We're not discriminating against... Japanese listeners? Or people, listeners I'm sorry, I'm in sorry, Japan? Yeah, that's right. Listeners in Japan. Yeah. Hey, you've got, you really should get something for being a gaijin in Japan. Exactly. After all we suffer through. Exactly. We've got a special yeah. offer for you. So this is... Uh, you are eligible for this contest if you have a Japanese mailing address. Okay, fair enough. Okay. Even if you're a dust mite? Oh, uh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, the, the let's talk about the prize first. The prize will be four free DVD rentals. Wow. From an online rental system called DVD Japan. Mm-hmm. A website that I'm intimately familiar with. Because you run it. Because it's my website. That's oh, well, that's nice of you to give out free DVD rentals. Exactly. Now, if you go there to dvd-japan.tripod.com, you will see about 500 selections of movies and TV shows. I tried to collect a lot of uh, American and British TV shows that are very difficult to find oh, know, great. in Japan or at the mm-hmm. re- rental shops. Mm-hmm. For You'll example? Find, oh, uh, oh, some of my favorite stuff is like Curb Your Enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. Deadwood from HBO, that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. A great British program called um, The Office. Oh. Oh, it's classic, classic British comedy. Oh, great. Yeah. Sounds anyway, really good. Anyway, a bunch of good stuff. Uh, and it's a it's a good price, and it's very convenient. You just uh, use PayPal, and then I'll ship it to your Japanese address. You watch the DVDs. You ship them back. It's very simple. It's, it's kind of like um, Netflix in the U.S. 
Oh, I see. Yeah, and now like on a much smaller scale. Mm-hmm. And now people can have a chance to try it out for free. All they have to do is that's right. What they have to answer the following question correctly and send it by email to planetjapan05 at yahoo.com. Okay, and the question is, what year did Japanese professional baseball begin? Okay. Not professional cow baseball, professional Mm -hmm. human baseball. Okay, good to make that distinction. So the first five people that send the correct uh, correct answer to our email address will uh, get the four free DVD rentals. Okay, great. Sound good? Sounds fantastic. That's Let's our first contest. Our we'll run it for, well, I guess we'll run it until we have five <laughs> correct answers. Right, so get okay. your answers in. Anyway, we got some uh, listener feedback. Disturbing listener feedback? Well, yeah, it's a little disturbing. Oh. Yeah. That's too bad. Yeah. <laughs> and <coughs> what was disturbing about it, Doug? Well, um, a couple of things. Uh-huh. It's from a guy named Doug Coster. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm um, familiar with that name. I like the name, yeah. The name's good. But he says, he goes on and on about you. says, yeah, I enjoy your weird sense of humor. You're great, blah, blah, blah. But then he says, Doug, I've never heard of you before. Oh, well, he has now. That's disturbing that he's never heard of me before. No, it's okay. But he did say he enjoyed my wonderful photo pages. Oh, good. Yeah, you do have a very nice photo page. Oh, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Now, the other disturbing thing about this was he's talking about your Moo e-books. Oh, yes. And that he's, he's bought bookstore. them at the dollar bookstore. Yeah. He's paid real money for them. Mm. But when he spelled out moo, he used 29 O's. 29. Well, that's the moo spirit. There's nothing wrong with that. Now, normally, moo, as in moo books or yeah. moo bar, mm. has four O's. And you can remember that because a cow has four teats. Yes. So I, four I just, O's in moo. I love to say teats. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fun word. You would. Yeah. But 29 O's is fine. I really? really I, yeah, it has a lot of feeling. It's know. a very long moo. You to know? me, it's just a little... Oh. That's 29 O's. I, really? Exactly. I, only counted, I only counted 27. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was very nice of him to yes, uh, write in. Very nice email. Yeah. He um, gave us a link to his website, which you can find on the blog at mm. planetjapan.org. Click on the blog link. Uh-huh. And um and if you go there you can see his website which is called japanese trains.com. Mm-hmm. Japanese trains.com. Japanese hyphen trains.com. Okay. And what can we see there if we go? Um well he's he's got this amazing collection of model Japanese trains. But not just the trains. He's got these amazing layouts of what look like Entire neighborhoods or entire cities are. So they're real cities in Japan. Yeah, and real trains and on a model scale. And he has pictures of these on the site. Lots of pictures. Yeah, it's really quite interesting. Oh wow. Yeah. Is it realistic? It appears. Yeah, I. You know, if you got little little wooden people, you could make like a little movie in there. Wow. <laughs> yeah, he should. Yeah. Hire anyway. out his uh, train sets. Yeah, you know, it's movies. very cool. Mm-hmm. If you go to the website, just click on his name on his message. You can um, you can see his website Japanese hyphen trains dot com. Okay, thank okay. you very do- very much, Doug, for writing in. Thank you very much. We always love to get emails from our listeners. Please, if you uh, want to write to us, just to say hello or make a comment about the show or anything, just send it to Planet Japan zero five 
dot, no, not dot, <laughs> planetjapan05 at yahoo.com. Hey, Doug. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Doug. Yeah. Have you heard that mixed bathing is making a comeback in Japan? Mixed bathing. Yes. Mixed as in? As naked men and women together in the same hot spring. Oh, like an onsen you're talking about. Yes, exactly. You know, I've heard about these mixed bathing places. Students have told me that they exist, Mm -hmm. but I've never actually been able to locate one. You've never been to one? I've never been to one. Oh, wow. You have been to one? You strike me as someone who would really like them. And yes, I have been to one. No, I have never struck you. And don't (laughs) don't start that rumor. (laughs) <laughs> yes, I have been to one. When I was visiting really? Kompira-san, the uh-huh. temple in uh, Shikoku, yeah. um, I went into the information center there, and I uh, asked, asked for onsens mm-hmm. in the area. And they gave me a list mm-hmm. in English, and I think there were just like four or five where you could just go in. They were public. You didn't have to be staying at the hotel or anything. And uh, one of them was mixed bathing. Mm-hmm. And I thought, hey. Let's go for it. Let's see what this is all about. <laughs> and um, it was quite uh, interesting. Really? Mm-hmm. So you're telling me that there's a place in Japan where I can go mm-hmm. and take a bath with a naked woman, mm-hmm. and she won't jump up screaming and run away? Well, I can't guarantee the last part. Ah. As a matter of fact, yeah. when I got walked into uh, this onsen, a couple guys did get out and uh, leave. Maybe so I they had were that just, effect on men. Maybe they were just finished. <laughs> but um, I was surprised because it was in the Rotenburo, which mm-hmm. is the outs- outside onsen. Okay. And it was on top of a building in, in the middle of the city. Yeah. So there were all these other higher buildings around, and like people could definitely do some roof watching in ah. those other buildings. Did you see any binoculars? I didn't. No? But... Hmm. So I, I, I looked out first mm-hmm. before I went out, and I realized that they were all naked men. Mm-hmm. And they were sitting around the edge of the pool, the onsen pool, not like in it and right. covered. And, and I thought, wow. And so I kind of uh, poked my head around and I said, Jose mo i desu ka? Which means? Is, is it okay for women to come out too? And they're <laughs> like, oh, sure. Because <laughs> I, I didn't want to startle anyone, you know, foreign women walking out and, oh, goodness. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and I had some friendly conversations with a couple of them, and, and yeah, stark naked, yeah. And did they try to avert their glance? The Japanese are quite good, I've noticed, about staring. They, mm. they just don't do it. Really? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. yeah. And uh, there, were, there was one guy who kind of huddled in the corner and, and wouldn't look at me at all, even when I talked to him. Mm. But um, the other guy was quite nice and very open, so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> Sitting there. Now you know. On the edge. Back in the day when I used to have a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. As you know, I'm looking for a girlfriend. Okay. PlanetJapan05 <laughs> at yahoo.com. <laughs> we used to go to these onsens, but we always had to, you know, separate and go our separate ways. Mm-hmm. And I'd end up in a tub with a bunch of old guys. Right. And. You know, when it's I would no really, fun. you know, I would prefer to be with my girlfriend at that point. Right. Yeah. And yeah, so you, you spend great. the whole afternoon with a bunch of old guys while your girlfriend's off in another tub somewhere. It's just a bunch know, of old ladies. A bunch of old ladies. Right. So there you go. Yeah. So, well, you know, the time has come. Okay. Mixed bathing is back in style, so. Okay. So you mean it kind of went out of style for a while? 
I guess so. But it's back. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good news. I mean, they've always maintained, you know, a few of the mixed uh, bathing facilities around, mm-hmm. but uh, they could be getting more numerous. Okay. That would be good for you. Maybe you'll find a girlfriend. That would be the place to go, I guess. So a little bit of uh, trivia here. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the latest Louis Vuitton bags? You know, I meant to get over to the to the department store and pick one up yesterday, but <laughs> <laughs> just didn't get around to it. Well, if you go there, mm-hmm. you will see some. Actually, they're they're not uh, very Louis Vuitton ish at all. They are um, they were designed mm-hmm. by a Japanese artist, actually, and um, his name is. Uh, Takashi Murakami. Mm-hmm. Takashi Murakami, and he does uh, kind of pop art, uh, like manga type, bright colors, very bold, uh, very cute stuff he cute does. Stuff. Yeah. Now, I've heard that he's been called Japan's Andy Warhol. That's right. And he's really great. I've, uh, he's been my favorite artist in Japan for quite a while now. I first ran into him when I went to Roppongi Hills in Tokyo, and they have his work in the floor outside of the building. Mm-hmm. And uh, there are these big flowers. It's just mm-hmm. real happy stuff. Okay. And uh, I guess he's may become a real hit now because his bags are now all over the world with his um, flowers on them. Yeah. And so now he's become a renowned artist, not just in Japan anymore. And if you buy one of his bags, uh, you're going to have to pay through the nose? That's right. Sell a lot of dough. So, Doug, did you realize there are gaijin frogs in Japan? Gaijin frogs. Yep. I never heard of such a thing. <laughs> there are. The American bullfrog mm-hmm. is an import from America, mm-hmm. and they, they were brought over to Japan in the early decades of the 20th century. For what purpose? Well, at the time, they wanted to uh, give the, the hard-pressed farmers, so to speak, a source of uh, some more cash income. I guess they were going to sell these frogs. Ah. Don't know why. To either have croaking contests or to eat them or... Or maybe to have frog races. Maybe, yeah. yeah. But what happened is the frogs were so hard to keep, they kept jumping away. They're great jumpers. And so they just couldn't keep them all. And so they jumped away and breeded, and now they're just part ah. of the ecosystem here in so Japan. They they're all over Japan. They lost control of them. Indeed, they did. And now they're everywhere. Right, so we're not the only gaijin. There are actually gaijin frog. Yeah, Americans. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> American frog. Yeah. Mom. That was good. Cowtails. Okay, a little bit of tri- trivia here on cows. This is called Ushino Tsunotsuki, and it's Japanese bullfighting. Oh, bullfighting, yeah. Yeah, in Niigata Prefecture. Now, this is not like the Spanish version of bullfighting. No. Nope. This is completely different. It is. It involves two bulls rather than a man and a bull. Right. And ushi no tsunotsuki, ushi means cow, mm-hmm. and tsuno are the horns. Right. And so they're like clashing their horns together. It's very similar to sumo. Right, sumo bulls. Sumo bulls. There you go. And they wear that little diaper thing? The mawashi. The mawashi? <laughs> I have seen no bulls with mawashi, but... Yeah. It's a great idea. I think they should have to wear. It would them. give it a little more, you know, realism. Yeah. Now, what do they do to to get the cows mad enough to attack each other? They probably feed them natto. Yeah, that would do it. And that that takes place uh, in Niigata. Uh, yes, and they had to call a halt to the bullfighting for a while because of the big earthquake they had. Oh, there. that's right. Yeah. And apparently, some of the cows have still been affected by the earthquake because it says here. 
It says here in this article, which came from the Mainichi Shimbun, that um, a lack of practice resulted in some bulls running away without fighting. Now, see, that's that's that, not good. That makes them not bulls, but chickens. So what's the deal with uh, with the royal family? Oh, well, according to an article in the Japan Times written by Miwa Suzuki, uh, the title reads, The Crown Prince and Princess Crave Real Jobs. They don't have real jobs? <laughs> Apparently not. Apparently, the uh, especially the Crown Prince is a little disappointed with all the hand-waving that he does, and he wants to do something more meaningful. Foot-waving, perhaps. <laughs> perhaps foot-waving. That would be really nice. So this it? guy's whining because he doesn't have a real job. All he does is wave? Yeah, you know what? And he also said that he um, actually envied people who had a workplace to go to, mm-hmm. and that he thinks that that must really be a source of a lot of enthusiasm. He should call me. Yeah, really. He should call me about getting up at 6 o'clock in the morning and... Well, maybe maybe he should try to teach English for a while. Yeah, yeah, or, he could do that. Yeah, there are lots of uh, workplaces he could try out. For mm-hmm. example, uh, McDonald's. Yeah, 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 flip some burgers for a while. Mm-hmm. You know, or maybe he could uh, try. Uh, you know, the guy at the train station who scrapes up the gum on the stairway. That would be a perfect job for him. Yeah, that that's enthusiasm. Yeah, that would stop his whining after. <laughs> Gee, I wish I was a royal prince again. This gum scraping isn't much fun. I thought it would be, but it's not. <laughs> That's right. And the crown princess is apparently still adjusting to being a, quote, goldfish in a bowl. Oh, poor baby. Yeah, so maybe she should try being a carp in a Japanese pond. That would work. Ah, that would be a little nicer. Yeah. The, 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 those are beautiful fish. Yeah, yeah, very expensive as well. Mm-hmm. And people would just sit and admire her. Yeah, look at that princess uh, fish. That's right. <laughs> yeah, like fish paparazzi. <laughs> fish yeah? paparazzi. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's maybe that's what uh-huh. they need is they li- need a little bit more media exposure. Yeah. And then they would be uh, tied up with uh, trying to escape the paparazzi that they wouldn't have time to whine. Now, I don't, maybe just because I don't watch enough Japanese TV, but I don't really see them on TV very much. Are they in the public eye these days? Well, I don't know about the TV because I, I don't really watch a lot of TV. Mm-hmm. But um, they're in the print media a lot. Magazines um, and stuff? Yep, and they have calendars, the royal family, and uh, yeah, all that kind of stuff. Is there a lot of rumor mongering going on? Oh, I believe so. Especially, um, I think the prince even apologized for that, for all the whining his, uh, that Ma- Princess Masako has done up until now. <laughs> really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, she's just had a really hard time adjusting to you know the royal life. Well, and I remember yeah, when when I she got married back in what ninety three I think. There was a lot of people. There were a lot of people who said it was a big mistake that she shouldn't ever do it because she was a, such an independent woman and she'd never be able to fit into this kind of uh, this kind of royal That's structure. That's right. She was giving up a great career and yeah. she's a, a Harvard graduate, I believe. Yeah, very smart woman. And yeah. Now, they had a baby a few years ago, right? Yes. But it wasn't a boy. No, it was a girl. And now there's the big, big question about yeah. whether a woman should be able to ascend to the throne. Now, right now, a woman, throne. a woman cannot? Cannot. But people think they want to change that? Well, yes, because uh, it doesn't look like they're going to have another child. And um, so... Uh, I think Aiko is her name, is mm-hmm. the yeah the only heir right now. However, there have been women empresses in the past. Okay. Well, God bless the royal family. That's right. Yeah. Mm. But actually, you know, 
there have been no boys born into the imperial family since 1965. So hmm. this is not a new problem. Yeah. And I think we may as well face the facts and say, hey, a woman on the throne would be great. It's about time. Why not? Why not? If Hillary Clinton can be the next president, then we can have a woman empress. Is she the next president? Well, not yet. But <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> she's working on it. You know, one interesting thing, though, I read is that... Uh, the princess follows a few steps after the crown prince in public. Uh, kind of a traditional Japanese Yeah, I manner. didn't realize they still did things like that. But I thought that was strange because when you see Laura Bush with mm. uh, President George Bush, yeah. George W. Bush, mm, George they're always w. side by side. They are. They're a team. Okay, today's audio mnemonics is the kanji for big. Now imagine the... Uh, the man with no arms. Right. Right? So just two legs spread mm-hmm. apart. And then we're going to give the man arms. Now, not the flaming arms mm-hmm. like we did for the fire kanji. This guy has, it's just one stroke straight across the middle so that it's like standing with your arms straight out to your sides. I see. Right? It looks like a man with the, the legs and then the straight arms out to the side. Okay. This is the kanji for big, great, or important. Oh. It can be pronounced dai, tai, or o are the most common pronunciations. Mm-hmm. And uh, the word for big in Japanese is oki. Oki. Right, and that's that's the kanji. Okay. A man with arms. I'm feeling better now that this man is getting legs and arms. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's actually taking shape. building himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been going to the gym. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and that's today's audio, audio mnemonics. mnemonics. Okay, before we go, there are a few things I'd like uh, to tell our listeners. Go for it. Number one is concerning my Japan Light column in the Japan Times. I am now accepting uh, photo submissions, and I'm al- always looking for good photos to go along with the columns. Because uh, starting a couple weeks ago, we are starting to run photos instead of cartoons. So if you're if you think yourself quite a good photographer, no silly sh- snapshots now. I mm-hmm. mean, professional-looking photos. Stuff, yeah. um, then uh, give me an email at amychavez2000 at yahoo.com and uh, send me a link where I can see the photos on a website somewhere. Okay. And then I can browse through them. And if I see something that's going with the topic that I'm on that week, then, yeah, we've got a deal. Cool. Okay. Second is that for our Okayama listeners, if uh, you get Kasoka Cable TV, please check out my program, Go Go Tuesday. Go Go Tuesday. Yep, it's a Tuesday program, and uh, tomorrow we're doing the tomorrow we're doing the taping for that. Mm-hmm. And I have been specifically asked to bring cow costumes, <laughs> so we're going to do the show in cow costumes. You are not. Yeah, true, true. Really? Yeah. So if you get that, um, the next airing of the show will be June twenty first on a Tuesday, a okay. Go Go Tuesday. Go Go Tuesday. No. Now, are there any go-go dancers on Go-Go Tuesday? Just go-go cows. Go-go cows. Maybe. You know, I used to be an announcer on a show called Fishing Go-Go. Oh, really? I think everything is go-go. Go-go. All the TV shows, yeah. Yeah. Was that in Japan? Yes, indeed. Right here in Okayama City. Wow. Oh, yeah. Big hit. Big hit. (laughs) (laughs) My career took off from there. I see. Uh Uh-huh.
see it. Well, I think it's time to head on out of here. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. It's been a pleasure. We uh, have enjoyed ourselves. We hope you enjoy the podcast. Please send us comments to the blog or to the um, the email address, which is planetjapan05 at yahoo.com. Visit the website at planetjapan.org and go to the blog for all the show notes and links to things that we've been talking about on the show. And uh, listeners can uh, respond right to the blog themselves. Sure, post. leave comments right on the blog if okay. you like. Yeah, it's very convenient. Okay, great. Okay, we appreciate the feedback we've gotten so far, and we look forward to seeing you next time. All right. So long. Sayonara. Take it easy. Mom.